0: Good morning, everybody. If it's your first time on the call, we want to welcome you and glad you're here. Uh, this devotional is not associated with any company, institution, or denomination. Uh, and if you'd like to invite someone, we urge you to do that. We sent out a reminder text that I think most of you probably get. Uh, you can forward that on to anybody that you want to, or you can have them go and type in the word "game changer" to and send it to four seven four seven four seven, and uh, they'll automatically get them, or they can get signed up for that email reminder. Uh, like I said, if it's your first time this morning. We're glad you're here. Game uh, Changers Devotional, and uh, we'll go ahead and move into the devotional. The <clears throat> last week, when Jacob was, he was talking about you know periods of life, and he had gone through a period where it just seemed like everything was going wrong, and um, how that that you know it, it just makes you want to sometimes feel like you want to give up, and you wonder you know if you're supposed to be uh, just hanging on to the end of the rope like you are, and and I feel like that you are, but I got to thinking about one of the best examples of somebody that had everything go wrong uh, in the Bible was Job. And when you go into the first chapter of Job in verse 1, it tells us this. It that there once was a man named Job who lived in the land of us, and uh, he was blameless, a man of complete integrity. He feared God and stayed away from evil. He had seven sons and three daughters. He owned 7,000 sheep. 3,000 camels, 500 teams of oxen, 500 female donkeys. He also had many servants. He, in fact, was the richest person in that area. we go on later in uh, the the first chapter, and uh, it talks about uh, there was a conversation going on between God and Satan. And, uh, you know, Satan says, oh, he had everything easy. And God says, well, if you think that, you can challenge him. And so what Satan did was uh, he started taking everything away from, from Job, and he did it rather quickly. Uh, it says that he had some um, some of his uh, servants and farmhands uh, out that were working in the field, and one of the servants come running up to Job and says, you know, we were attacked. They stole all the animals and killed all the farmhands. I'm the only one who escaped to tell you, and it says, before he, all, before he really had time to finish telling Job that, another servant came and ran up and said, the fire of God has fallen from heaven and burned up your sheep and all the shepherds. I'm the only one who escaped to tell you. And it says before he was able to almost get through, another servant came up and said, they've stolen your camels and killed your servants. I'm the only one who escaped to tell you. And before he could get through... Uh, another servant ran up and said, your sons and daughters were feasting in the oldest brother's home. And in verse 19, it says, suddenly a powerful wind swept in the wilderness and hit the house on all sides. The house collapsed and all your children are dead. I am the only one who escaped to tell you. Uh, and it says in verse 22, and all of this, Job did not sin by blaming God. Now, you can go in and... You can, I. I I'm not going to have an argument with anybody uh, about it, but I think Job, everything was taken away from Job rather quickly the way I read it. Uh, I know there's people that probably get in uh, to the fact, well, this might have been over uh, you know, several days. Well, I, I don't care if it was over several days, if it was over a week. Uh, the point is, he lost everything. And that verse 22 just sums up Job. In all of this, Job did not sin by blaming God. So you think God has allowed Satan. To challenge him and take and take away everything, and uh, and yet he did not, you know, turn against God. But in chapter two, it talks about God allowed Satan to challenge him again. Basically, Satan says, "Well, he, you know, we took that away from him, and we didn't take his life, so that's why that that he is, um, you know, he is not turned on you." And God said, "Well, look, if you think that, you know, you can challenge him again." And in verse 7 in chapter 2, it says, Satan left the Lord's presence and he struck Job with terrible boils from head to foot. In verse 8, it says, Job scraped his skin with a piece of broken pottery as he sat among the ashes. His wife said to him, Are you still trying to maintain your integrity? Curse God and die. In verse 10, it says this. It says, But Job replied, You talk like a foolish woman. Should we accept only good things from the hand of God? And never anything bad, so in all of this joke said nothing. you know I can remember the um, when I was in uh, college um I went to a friend's wedding and uh, the pastor was it was uh, uh going through and doing the wedding uh he had a black eye had a cut on his face and uh and you know he was smiling and I said, man he was like he was not uh, fighting somebody told me he says. Well, you probably hadn't heard because it happened out of state but said so he was driving um, home from uh, preaching at another church and was on a road that he didn't know real well and so there was a railroad crossing and uh, uh, the warning uh, lights did not work and he it was timed out just right where the the train and the car hit the tracks at the same place at the same time and his wife and two children were killed and somehow he, you know, he had a black eye and a cut on his face. Everything else is pretty much, you know, all right with him. And he, you know, he lost everything that was important to him then. Uh, but yet, he still had a smile on his face. And I remember, you know, when I when I see that uh, in my mind, you know, over the years, I would just think about, you know, would I be that strong to be that way? Uh, you know, do, do you hang on? And I, I think you have, you know, you have to. I know we believe in the Word of God. Uh, you know, he should give a, a perfect example of Job, uh, how that no matter every, how everything had gone wrong, how that, that he, you know, he did not blame God for it, and he remained faithful. Uh, so I think that if you're going through, you know, everybody goes through different seasons of life. Uh, some of those seasons, uh, for some people, are tougher than others, and, uh, you know, I, I know people around me right now that are definitely going through some tough seasons, but, uh, you know i encourage them and i encourage um you to let them know if you have people around you that that are going through that that hey you know you know god's not leaving and we have to be faithful to him even in those times that that are bad um so i'm gonna pray and then we'll have a little discussion bill thank you so much for the opportunity that we have to to come and uh, be with you on tuesday mornings with a group of believers through god uh, I just lift everyone up to you on this call, dear God. I don't know what everybody's going through, uh, but, God, I know that you got it and uh, that uh, we want to be an encouragement to everyone here, uh, that they will know that you're there in your presence and they will not turn away from God uh, in those tough times. Uh, I just pray that you would uh, be with the ones that have been on the call, some of us that, that have illnesses and and uh, recovering from accidents, dear God, I just lift them up to you and pray that you have your healing hand on them. Um, and I, I want you just to keep us all safe, dear God, and so you can bring us back uh, next week uh, safely to our devotional. These things ask in your name. Amen.